You guys may have noticed a difference in quality in some of the interview episodes, and that's because I'm recording from my phone, which isn't the highest quality, in my opinion. This microphone that I'm using right now to record this episode, I feel, is far superior, and I'm trying to find a way to record remotely without using my phone and using this mic. So please be patient, but I appreciate you guys still checking out the podcast. The feedback has been incredible, as always. But without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Today's episode is titled, Over Choice, Why Too Many Options is Hurting Your Business. We want the best for our customers. It leaves them with a good experience to tell their friends. They will more than likely become a repeat customer, and it fills us, the business owner, with a warm and fuzzy feeling. Businesses will do almost anything to attract customers, from silly promotional stunts to gimmicks to get customers into the door. Now, I wanted to record this podcast and write this article to beg, not even beg, plead with you to do anything except overwhelm your customers with options. And I know what you're probably thinking, you know, more options is better. We cater to a wider audience. I've heard that a million times. Science would disagree with you, and here's why. Have you ever heard of something called over-choice? Probably not. Let me ask you another question. Have you ever gone into an ice cream parlor that has 31 flavors? You probably know what I'm talking about. You can't wait to bite into that creamy chocolate because you're one of those weirdos that bite into ice cream. But besides that, you've been waiting behind this lady with her children that have to taste every single flavor because she wants to make sure she's making the right choice and there's just so many options. This phenomenon is called overchoice and it was coined by Alvin Toffler as early as 1970. He wrote a book called Future Shock. Now if we knew about overchoice since the 70s, Why are companies and businesses still offering too many options? Society as a whole is inundated with information. And today, more than ever, we are bombarded with information from all sources. Our phones are pinging us with Twitter updates. Our friends are tagging us on Facebook. Our email is letting us know we have three unopened messages. And for the last time, please open Angry Birds. It's been three days and they're letting you know it. We become so overwhelmed, which leads us to doing nothing. You see, this not only applies to opening an app, but making a purchase as well. Recently, the University of New York has done a study that has proven that the more options we are presented with, the less confident we are in our decision making. Now I want to explore what that means. Now what that means is that you feel giving your customers more options would be better. The problem is there becomes a, a point where when they have so many options to choose from, they're less confident in the choices they make and they may be less willing to make a choice, therefore less willing to give you money because they just they don't know if that's the right one to get. If you sell cell phones, for example, and you have they're all equally as powerful, but you have 70 different models, can you imagine the amount of time and research it would take to try to figure out the difference between each and every individual cell phone? It would be insane. And you'd probably get overwhelmed and say, screw it, I don't even want to do it anymore. I'm just going to go to iPhone that has two options and that's it. The iPhone business model is very clever. Like They come out with a new phone every year or every half year, but it's not to compete with the previous phones. It's new and that's it. There's one one or two options, like the big one and the bigger one, and that's it. It's, it's intentional, really. The reality is it's actually intentional because they know if they come out with, they could come out with a whole year's worth of phones in one month. They probably have the next 10 years worth of phone technology already figured out, but they're releasing it piece by piece because they know if they release it all at once, people are gonna go online and try to figure it out and compare which is the best and it's going to deter people to actually make a purchase. So if you know this phone visually and you can look at the specs is far greater than the phone I currently have and my choice is that or the one from the previous year, 
I can confidently say this new phone that came out today is better than the phone I currently have. If they came out with five phones today, you'd say, well, which of those five is better? And what, what's the benefit of one versus the benefit of the other? And what's, what's your experience with this one compared to that one? What about the third one or the fourth one or the fifth one? As you can see, it gets very fragmented. And that's when people don't make a purchase. We think giving them options is a positive, but the reality is options to a degree are okay, but really people don't want to have to do the thinking. If you can do the heavy lifting on their behalf and present the information to them in a way that they'll understand it as quickly and as simply as possible, they'll be grateful and they'll be far more confident when they make a purchase. If I can give you some examples, the gaming industry is huge and there are lots of different kinds of mice and keyboards that you can buy. But the biggest ones in the market only offer two to three options each. And the difference is the size and a few features like the ways they can change color and little things like that, but nothing so big that you're racking your brain trying to make a decision then regretting it you know, half a day later. The reality is they know that if they, they could come out with 500 different variations of the same thing, but instead there's one or two, maybe three at most, and they're very slight differentiations. They're all the same price. So you look at the market and say, well, I can't really make a wrong decision. They're all so close to each other. It's at this point, personal preference. It's not drastic enough to make you regret your decision and you justify it after the fact. Now you could probably get the same technology for cheaper if you get it without the branding, but the branding gives you the confidence that it tells you exactly what it does in the label. It's in bullet point form, so you don't have to do any research. You know exactly what this product does, this mouse, this keyboard, right away. If you were to buy one of their off-brand models or a competitor's model, which is cheaper but doesn't have the branding and doesn't have the marketing associated to it, you'd have to do research and learn more about the product. Here, you go right into Best Buy, you know nothing about gaming mice, you read the box, three bullet points, you understand everything. That's intentional. It does the heavy lifting on your behalf, and it makes you more confident in your purchase that without you knowing anything, just by reading the back of the box and just seeing option one and option two, you know which will fit your needs. So now you're listening to this podcast, and you're saying, great, I offer way too many options. Is hope lost for my business or other businesses that offer too many options? The answer is absolutely not. In fact, now that you're knowledgeable on this topic of overchoice, you can look at your business and see what options are fluff and which add value to the customer. I know you're probably thinking, all the options we provide are valuable, otherwise we wouldn't add them. As William Faulkner, the famous writer and author said, in writing, you must kill all your darlings. This means while you may feel your options are valuable, you need to be self-aware to the idea that they are not as valuable to your customers. If one option overlaps another or simply doesn't have the same impact many of your other options contain, it may be in the benefit of your business and most importantly your customer to remove it. The result will be more confident decision-making in your customer. A confident customer is one that shares their experience, and I think we all know the result of word of mouth. I want to thank you guys so much for listening. It's always a pleasure to be talking to you guys. If there's anybody I enjoy talking to, it's you listeners. If you have any questions about this, I'd be more than happy to answer them. You can reach out to me at spacetree.ca. You can find me on social media at lbrainstein, or just type in spacetree media. You'll be able to find me. If you just type my name in, Lauren Bronstein, you can ask me any which way you want. If you want to send a carrier pigeon, I'd be more than happy to send one back. Please share this with your friends if you feel the message would help them. And most importantly, if I can ask, if you felt this podcast provided you value, please rate it on any of the platforms you're listening to it. Because it would really help other people find it, and that's ultimately the goal. I don't make any money, I don't monetize this in any way. This is just me sharing information I wish someone would have shared with me earlier. Once again, I want to thank you guys for listening, and until next time, Lauren Bronstein out.